the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Congratulations on your engagement. Now you're looking for a venue. Get over to the Legacy on Possum Run. The Legacy on Possum Run.com. When you get there, you'll see the three beautifully unique spaces that comprise the venue. You can check the calendar, see if your date's available. You might like it so much that you'll plan your date around what is available. Spaces for 2024 are filling up fast, so you need to check it out. They have an open house this Sunday. You can sign up for that when you get online. The pricing is there for you. It's all there. And you'll see why people in Cleveland, Columbus, Cincinnati, all over the Buckeye State have fallen in love with the venue that is preferred by newly engaged couples. The Legacy on Possum Run. Your legacy begins here. Um, Joined in studio by Bob Clegg, GOP strategist. And uh, we were talking about this New Hampshire primary. And I want to play this clip again. I played it yesterday, but I think it's noteworthy to play again. This is Nikki Haley talking about essentially who she is and what she stands for. We were the only Indian family in our small southern town. I was teased every day for being brown. So anyone that wants to question it can go back and look at what I've said on how hard it was to grow up in the deep south as a brown girl. Bob, did she grow up in the Deep South in the 1930s and 40s? No, she did not. She <laughs> she was, grew up in South Carolina in the 70s and 80s, and uh, that wasn't like that then. And, and you know what, Jack? Remind me, did she talk about this during Iowa at all? Or has it just come up here in New Hampshire? It just, it's just come up here in New, in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Well, you know. That's she's, interesting. Yeah, she's shifting her talk depending on – uh, New Hampshire obviously is not the Republican electorate isn't nearly as conservative as in Iowa. Um, that would not have sold well in Iowa because she's projecting victimhood and and, um, you know, identity politics, yeah. which her Democrat money backers are all for. So and therein is is the whole point for me. Uh, I had Steve Bannon's clip earlier. We talked about the two hundred and fifty million dollars that has been wasted could be get out to vote initiative, shoring up election integrity, all of those things. And it's not. It's 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 going through these motions. Trump's going to win the endorsement, period. But uh, what's in it for me, for Nikki Haley? And and what do you think it is? She does she like the attention. Yeah. And of course, I think the Democrats will keep backing her. To, yeah. We we had a governor, Kasich, who loved the attention and stayed in that race back in 2016 really long because he loves doing Sunday morning talk shows and stuff like that. I mean, this gets, you know, in politics, you attract a certain kind of person and it's a person that has to have an ego uh, or they wouldn't be involved in it. So it's kind of heady to be running for president of the United States. And it's kind of tough to give that up at some point. Well, and when it's down to two and let's say she does make it close, I don't think so. I'll play this back tomorrow. You can laugh at me. I think Trump wins by 20 points or more. Yeah. In New Hampshire. I, I agree. 
so she gets a corporate job out of it? And, I, uh, you what? know, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, she's going to she's not competing. The next thing is Nevada caucuses. She's not competing in that. So the only I mean, Ron DeSantis was. But now that he's dropped, you know, President Trump's going to win that, you know, by default. And then the next big primary is South Carolina, her home state. She'll she's, lose. She'll lose. Big. So she should drop out after that. I mean, common sense would dictate if you can't win your home state, then you quit. But I don't know if she's going to or not. Well, if she were to drop out, I think the gnashing of teeth would be exponentially more than what we heard from DeSantis backers who largely, not largely, uh, uh, some of them are never Trumpers. Speaking of never Trumpers, I just got somebody just tagged me in a post on Twitter, Bob. Uh-huh. Poll alert right on cue. Interactive polls. Pennsylvania 2024 poll. Joe Biden, 47 percent. Donald Trump, 39 percent. Biden plus eight. Um, something doesn't seem right. Yeah. About that. Well, OK. No. And I'll tell you why. Three national polls head to heads between Trump and Biden were released yesterday. Okay? Okay. Uh, One messenger had Trump up by four. Morning Consult, who's been doing polls, you know, regularly every month on this, had had Trump up by five. And Harris, the Harris poll, Mm -hmm. and they've been polling regularly too, had Trump up by six. There is no way that Trump is up four to six points nationally, and he's losing Pennsylvania by six points. He's winning Pennsylvania by six points under that national scenario. Because, and, and you know, it's Susquehanna, and they always are out there, and they, they got a Democrat bias. And, you know, we gotta, any of these um, university-type polls, you got to be careful because look at the, the climate in these universities. I mean, bad orange man. I mean, they're not going to come out with a poll. I would guess they would never come out with a poll that showed President up, President Trump up by six points in Pennsylvania. So that explains to me why I am looking at what I'm looking at. The authoritarian playbook, you need to look at this. It's an executive summary, what we can expect, what we can do, how an authoritarian president will dismantle our democracy and what we can do to protect it. January 2024, a report by United to Protect Democracy. Now, a couple of these things. It says um, they've collected promises Donald Trump has made. Uh, they've examined the powers of the presidency. And they explore the plans Trump and his allies have drafted to circumvent or override the checks in our system. And then they go on to talk about how some concerning things, right, Uh Pardons to license lawbreaking. So Trump will, you know, issue pardons. Directing investigations against critics and rivals. Regulatory I thought that retaliation. Was Joe Biden. I thought that was Joe Biden doing Federal that. law enforcement overreach. Domestic uh, deployment of military. <laughs> I mean, this is like, but this is. The, yeah. Uh, Bob, I, 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 I laugh. But there are people. I was on a little short trip with a group of people. Small group of people just a couple of weekends ago. Good people, salt of the earth people, love the Lord people, mm-hmm. love their kids, love their family. But they watch CNN mm. and MSNBC. Yeah. And they think Donald Trump is going to retaliate. He is going to utilize uh, law enforcement to arrest his political rivals, 
I mean, there are people literally on television saying that Donald Trump will kill people. Well, I mean, these are things Joe Biden's doing, (laughs) but it's okay. See, this is their, and you saw what happened in the first Trump term. They, they tried everything they could to contain him and stop him while he was president. Russia collusion. Um, you know, the, the phone call yep. to Ukraine, Ukraine, which, uh, by I, the way, was accurate. Joe Biden did commit quid pro quo. Oh, gosh. Yes. Oh, yes. I mean, this is and they do it, but it's OK when their side does it because it's done for the right reasons. But if you look at the Democrats and you look at our last two Republican presidents, President Trump and President Bush, look what they did to President Bush. Number one, he was illegitimate. He really didn't win that election. <laughs> now, now, you know, we can't say that, yep. but they could say Those that hanging Chad. Yeah, that yep. he didn't really win. And then when he got in office, they ended up calling him a warmonger. And, and they pretty much his whole second term had him handcuffed. He no weapons do anything. of mass destruction. Yeah, yeah he lied to us. And he lied. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's it's the way the liberals do this game. When we do win, they want to make sure that. Whoever does win from our side can't do anything. How do we and, – and we're going to answer this on the other side of the, the break in our final segment. How do we untether from it? You have to recognize it, number one. And number two, do something about it. And that's why they're so afraid of Donald Trump this time. And I would say that's why they villainize people like me. Oh, yeah. People like Bob France. Yep. Uh, people like Glenn Beck, yep, Clay and Buck. Anybody that is putting out the truth, they're going to demonize. Are you awake yet? <laughs> Give us a call, 844-TALK-989 if you want to weigh in, 844-825-5989. Uh, we're rounding third and heading home, the final segment up next. And uh, Bob Clegg is here with me. We'll talk, we'll talk turkey, so let us know if there's anything you want to chat about. Rounding third, heading home. The final segment of this Tuesday, January 23rd edition of the Bruce Woolley Show on 98.9 FM, The Answer. Jack Windsor, editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network, joined in studio by Bob Clegg, GOP strategist. And um, we were just going into the weeds on a lot of international uh, political stuff. Um, I I just – I'm going to throw this out there. I have no idea where it's going to go, which is really like all 48 years of my life. Um, <laughs> the World Economic Forum is, uh, you know, it, it went on last week and, uh, some pundits say that the globalists, the elitists are in panic mode. And so, for example, um, they invited, uh, the president of the Heritage, Heritage Foundation to speak and they did it under the guise of, well, we're trying to build trust. Well, I think what they're trying to do is understand better their talking points and positions so that they can you know, position to over overcome them. But uh, I heard something like there's like 50 elections in the next year. Yeah. Um, that the balance of global power could be in serious trouble. The United States is one of those. Yes. We are up against it with globalists. Uh, Joe Biden represents yep. globalism. He, he represents a massive centralized government. Mm-hmm. And uh, I would say that 
um, we're on the cusp of Red China. Yeah. That this is Mao's America, essentially. Yeah. Um, and you just maybe add some context to that. I thought it was real interesting what you were saying to me. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there there's the elections, obviously, this year in the United States. But even Canada um, is going to have an election, I think, within um, the next year and a half. Uh, and and Trudeau up there uh, is socialist, under, yeah, Marxist. and under big trouble right now. I mean, the the people are so upset with what's happened to Canada. Um, and you saw it in Italy, uh, what a year ago, mm-hmm. uh, where Maloney came in, and she is uh, or was a very very uh, Euro skeptic person. Um, and and then you're seeing it happening in Netherlands where. The Eurosceptic Party won the the most seats in their parliamentary elections a couple months ago. Um, you're seeing the quote unquote right wing uh, in Germany getting more and more support, and you know it's all these uh, Middle East immigrants that are coming into European countries that were welcome open arms ten years ago. Well, mm-hmm. now ten years later, they're realizing all the kinds of problems that are going on, and Ireland. Uh, I mean, they have a prime minister that I think is a socialist trying to shut down free speech in the country and and going after their agricultural community to the point where the farmers are now uh, creating their own agrarian political party to try to fight him. Um, People are not putting up with this anymore, and we're seeing it all over the world. I think one of the challenges with technology and connectivity is that with one swoop, uh, people can be captured or canceled quickly. The upshot is that information can be conveyed quickly. And and it's no, I know it's another part of the world, but I would point to Javier Malay. Oh, yeah. I Argentina. was just thinking Argentina. Oh, and my gosh. Yes. That country yeah. at one point was uh, really one of the wealthiest, yep. um, most notable countries on the planet. And over the course of about 80 years, just went in the tank. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a perfect example of what's happening. And once again, that's in South America. It's happening all over the world. I don't think it is an exaggeration to say we are at an, a crossroads. We are having an ideological war. Yeah. And what's really crazy to me is that the people who are full on Marxists and globalists talk about democracy as if it's something that they want. And it's not something that no, they want. They, they know want if they had democracy, they're going to lose because – whether it's the liberals here in the United States or in Germany or wherever, um, they what they believe in and what they want to do isn't what a majority of the people want. They know it, so they hide it. Look at Barack Obama, perfect example. Mm-hmm. When he ran in 2008, did you think he was going to have complete upheaval of our medical system here in the United States? No, never talked about that. No. And was he for gay marriage? No, no he way. wasn't. No, no way. I mean, they know what they need to do to get elected. And then after that, they start implementing. Problem they got is Joe Biden, perfect example. They start implementing and then they find out, oh, my gosh, this isn't very popular. Oh, my gosh, that whole medical thing, medical upheaval we had. Guess what it did? Gave re- Republicans control of Congress for the next eight years. Yep. So, I mean, Yeah. That's their problem. They really can't implement what they want to because it's so unpopular. They get voted out eventually. And here's the other silver lining in the clouds. Before we went to break, I 
talk to you about the authoritarian playbook for 2025. And believe you me, we're going to go through this in depth on this show and hopefully do it in one segment so that you can share it with people and they can be in the know. Just like, I, by the way, I still need to finish Molly Ball's article from 2020. All of that to say this, when you think about the type of control that, that the folks who are opposed to freedom are trying to exert on the rest of us and just how close it is. I mean, and what I mean by that is look back at 2020. I don't care if you cancel me for saying this. That election was rigged. Mm-hmm. When, you, when you think about the, the law changes for voting, when you think about uh, the suppression of real information and the canceling the stopping, of the The stopping of counting votes, votes all at the same time. And it was this close. Yeah. And it, by the way, my fingers are like, it's, it was this it was, close. It was a difference of 40,000 votes total, which was closer than 2016, which was, you know, Clinton and, and Trump. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's – and who would have believed that we here in the United States have a president that's going after his political opponent with his Justice Department, with the, our judicial system – and we all just sit around and say, oh, well, that's just Orange the way Orange man bad. Uh, See, this is unbelievable. the Unbelievable. They have for so long said that Donald Trump is this and 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 this, that reasonable people are now irrational. Reasonable people go, well, you know what? He is kind of, he is kind of crooked. So, I mean, if he goes to jail and if you have any scintilla of integrity and you read any of the cases involving Donald J. Trump, they are about as kooky and yep. – and, out in left field, whether as you can it's get. the Gene Carroll uh, trial, whether it's the supposed overvaluation of his uh, properties. I mean, it's unbelievable that they believe that whatever they do is justified because Donald Trump's so bad that we can use the force of government against him. And they talk about democracy. I mean, that's something they do in Latin America. They do jail their political opponents down there. And sure enough, Joe Biden wants to do it here. The irresistible force is freedom. And where Jesus is, there's liberty. And and the challenge is we've been duped into thinking that the opposite is true. And my hope for 2024 and in, in years ahead is that we are able to finally call things what they truly are. Because if Democrats didn't wordsmith and dress things up and call them things that sound benign and amazing, um, this thing would be over and I mean the presidential election, yep. the U.S. Senate race, it would be over before it got out of the gate. I tell you, Jack, if if Joe Biden hopefully, thankfully, you know, loses this year, they're going to say, oh, it was because he was so old. And they're never going to admit it's what they did. It's going to always be, uh, he was old. He looked out of touch. And, you know, we should have run somebody younger and more with it. And we would have won then. Hey, um. Bob, thanks for being here. No problem. Uh, I'll be back with you tomorrow at 11, and uh, we're going to be talking about the the state Senate. They're going to override Governor DeWine and his veto of House Bill 68, and I might have a surprise guest tomorrow, So you're going to have to tune in to figure out who that is. Here on 98.9 FM, The Answer. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.